Auditor's Log, unofficial. I followed the Sun Minister to Sector 6. I helped him conquer Sector 7. I have been a weapon of Gov, or at least of their church. I have killed. I have decimated. I have purged. I have done these things in the name of my faith, and for the sake of my people. The debt must be repaid. If this is what it takes, then I should do it without question. Heretics like this Denton Yang and his band of anarchists, his wild reforms of Gov's ancient laws, need to be put down, along with all who are tainted by his lies. Our very souls are at stake. That is what the Sun Minister says. And the Sun Minister is the voice of Gov. And I serve Gov. And I serve the Sun Minister. I serve. I hate it. I hate the fire. I hate the screams. I hate the pleading and the sound of my boots on ash and bone. I hate the ghost in my ear turning my will into action. I hate the voice in my head speaking in my brother's gruff tones admonishing me. I hate that I want to give in to that voice. I chose the sacrament. My brother chose heresy. He told me why when I asked, but what he claims is a lot to take on faith. <laughs> faith. I've been taking things on faith my whole life. Look where that's gotten me. I guess I just have to ask myself honestly. Is this the work I want to do? Is this the life I want to live? Is this the faith I want to serve? Auditor Pock. Four dice for your engagement roll. Uh, <laughs> Keva, I think you should do the engagement roll because you are piloting the ship. Heck yeah. We love you. We oh, love you so much. Boy. You, no pressure. You're the best. <laughs> so what do I roll for that one? Just 46. Four dice. Oh gosh. Okay. We got a five, which means risky position. Nice. Wow. Just risky. Just risky. Who knew? Risky standard. Where we thrive. Yeah, that is where we thrive. It's very fitting. So Maeve, what does it look like uh, with all these bugs launching ahead of you? I, I think the it's almost, it's like those old cartoons. I think the camera starts from far away and you just see little specks flying into the, the hygiene fleet. And then as it starts zooming in and you see the bugs floating across, it starts doing that opera music. <laughs> that that opera music. Like yeah. uh, the flight of the Valkyries? or <laughs> No, no, it's like that, the Looney Tune one where, where it's a very quiet one. Oh, I can't remember what it is. It's in con, it's, it's uh, juxtaposed to the violent action taking place, a calm orchestral piece, perhaps. We love, we love gradients. Do, 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 do.
do, do, yeah, I think that's the do, one. Do. In the woods, yes. I love yes. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you are flanked by Spot and uh, by the intemperate. I'm going to forget the name of that ship again. The intemperate alcohol, intemperate warpath, and they are all flying, you know, in formation with you, uh, with the express. And Keva, you are hooked into the express. You are, you know, communing with it and. It's saying, go fast, go fast, go fast. For a little bit, because we don't want it to, I don't, we don't want those space squids to catch on that we're here or the other people because we're, we're being stealthy. Go fast quietly. Exactly. Adverbs. <laughs> and then Kevin says, I'm going to, I want to get you a voice box. Talk fast. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as you are approaching the catapult, what makes this risky is that there is a wing of fighters and uh, mechs that are coming around the other end of the asteroid. The mechs are bounding along the surface of the asteroid armed with, you know, uh, different types of weapons and the fighters are flying escort for them. And you start to approach the um, catapult. And as you do, they spot you. And begin to open fire. So uh, I think Spot, well, they spot you and Spot peels off and uh, uh, Eli peels off as well. And those two head out to start engaging with those forces. But uh, you are under fire as you connect with the catapult that is going to launch you towards uh, the Logistarks flagship. So hopefully nothing hits the catapult and knocks it even a degree off course because right now it is perfectly calibrated to launch you along the path that you have calculated. Keva says, okay, Express, shields up. Uh, the Express's shields ripple into existence, multicolored around it. Does anyone want to do like a setup roll to help get ready for Keva's helm roll to fly you in there? Sure. Maybe um, like double checking the calibration on the, the launch pad. Sure. All right. Launch pad. Uh, are, is it possible that maybe that catapult has some SGM in it? So... Emrin is making sure it's held in place. I don't think it has SGM. That's a cool idea. I like it a lot, but we've kind of established that SGM was unique to uh, the people of the habitat. That was like their signature material. Yeah, I just didn't know if like maybe like, I don't know, I, like part of me is like, well, why can't Emrin control like something that, you know, like an like. I've been asking myself this question for years. Like a, yeah, it's like a real good question, isn't it? Similar metal, or you know, like something that has part of one of the same alloys that's in. I have been able to with like electrical wiring, but but we could just yes, basically you can, you can, say that. Uh, go ahead. It's, we could just say no, it doesn't have any of that material either. Material. Yeah, I mean, I think because Emran, you're you're very familiar with the systems of the Express, like the yes. physical systems of it. So that's maybe you could. Set, make sure those are all set and limiters are on and etc. Yeah, okay. I think I'll give her I'll give her a once over. I who turned her on all those years ago. Sure feels like it. All right, so you are in a risky position. Uh, you'll have standard effect on this. And what action do you think you'll do here? I think this is a rig. Makes sense to me. I'm the mechanic. That you are. It, it, this is so funny though, imagining all these bugs flying off in this space okay i'm just i'm just making sure i have i'm looking at my my bs that i can do 
I can expend special armor to resist a consequence from machines breaking or being damaged or to push yourself when repairing your building. So that I don't have to do that yet. But you could get someone to help you. I could. I don't know if Maeve or Zora might want to assist with these preparations. Would anyone like to give me a, a bonus die or effect? Uh, absolutely. Uh, I just... I'm trying to look at my stuff. Would my study help? Just a, a third eye on everything? Um, yeah, I mean, if you're helping, you just take a stress, and that gives them an extra die. Okay, cool. Yeah, I got you. Thank you, my friend. I didn't need it, because I got a four, and I wanted a two. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, that's so. Yeah. That's, that is a success. So you've succeeded. Let's see. Risky consequences. Uh, all right, so you've succeeded. You have set up, which means that you can improve the... Um, position or effects of uh, Keva's role. Uh, there is a consequence, however. I think while you are working on this, I am going to start a troublesome clock and tick it once, which is two controlled consequences. But what if I expended my special armor and told you no? You can do that if you wish. I think I'm going to do that. Okay. So I will not start, or I will not uh, tick the troublesome clock that I have started here. And you've expended your special armor. I reject you, Satan. <laughs> okay, so here is the troublesome clock, which is the pursuit clock. Where is it? Oh, there it is. It's right in the center. Yeah, that text color will not do. There we go. Pursuit clock. Okay, uh, Keva, you would be a risky standard role here, but you can improve your position or effect thanks to the effective setup role from Emran. Now, do you want to do controlled position or do you want to do great effects? What this will change is effect changes the number of ticks you'll get on your clock to arrive safely at the Logistarch's flagship, whereas in controlled position, it changes the type of consequences you might get from your rolls. Oh, that's so hard because they're both so good. Um, I want less bad things to happen because I'm afraid I won't roll good. Okay, you can do it. Okay, that, so that's still Helm. Yep, you controlled standard. A five. Five. Okay. So that'll give us two ticks on this arrival clock. Okay. So you are the catapults locks into place around your ship. Emrin and Maeve are in the engine room of the express, making sure everything is prepared, all the limiters are in place. And the catapult goes and launches you out into space along the trajectory that you calculated back aboard the jellyfish junction. You can see behind you in the rear viewers spot and uh, Eli's ship, Impertinent Warpath, are engaged in combat with the mechs and the fighters, and they seem to be holding their own for now. You can see the flicker and flash of uh, munitions flying. They're not using lasers or anything, because again, that's powerful energy sources that we don't want to uh, penetrate the, what's the word I'm looking for? Veil? It's not the veil. The shroud. Shroud, shroud is the one. Yeah, so that's happening down here by the, by the uh, asteroid and the catapult. And it launches you and the speed and the g-forces that are put upon you are intense and you are making your way through the field you can see flashing by on either side of you bugs locked in combat with fighters and different ships and crawling around on corvettes and so on and so forth you can see that there are uh, mechs and fighters out in space trying to pick off the bugs having a difficult time of it because they have to rely on manual targeting because the bugs don't have any electronic things to lock onto. Uh, so Maeve, things are going well for you there. Do you want to contribute to the arrival clock by further sowing confusion, or do we want to make Keba do another helm roll here? Oh, I am happy to sow more confusion. Okay. What kind of action do you want to do to direct your swarm? 
uh, I will use command. That makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> uh, so you're in a risky position, and this is standard effects. Risky standard. Yes. Okay. Yeah, nice. Six. Very good. Velvet. Uh, so just describe to me uh, how your bugs are clearing this path so efficiently in front of you, because that fills up this clock. I think I'll stick to that original plan of, like, in addition to them messing up the sensors, I'll also direct them to take out uh, any sort of, you know, additional sensor arrays, if possible, have them, you know, crash into any vulnerable systems like engines or something. Okay. You see like these giant rhinoceros beetles and bugs and so on with spiders riding their backs. Just like, I imagine the spider like whips out a line of silk and then they slingshot the beetle into the target. Yes. (laughs) Explosions going off. And the express, you make it all the way up to the ship. You have arrived at the Logistark's craft. Are you going to burn your engines now to avoid crashing, or are you going to crash into the ship? But if we avoid... You have your shields. Mm. Part of me is like, Keva would want to crash into the ship to freak them out more, but then they would know we were there. If you light up your engines, they also will know that you're there. Keva as the express. The Express is torn because they want to go fast, which means turning on the engines. But they know that they can only go fast for a little bit. And they would be turning on the engines to go slow. Okay, then we'll just crash. We're going to be in for a bumpy ride so I don't have to use the engines. And the Express knows that if we use the engine, we'd have to go slow. And and they don't like to go slow. So everyone, let's just buckle up. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I guess we're doing that. (laughs) Seatbelts on. Emron straps himself to the wall inside the engine room. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess this is probably Helm still, unless you have a different view of what action this is to crash into and perhaps through the hull of a starship. Part of me is like, oh, that's a scrap. <laughs> if you want it to be a scrap, I can. They're the same. I have the same ranks for either. <laughs> All right. So then the question is, are you piloting the ship in or are you making the ship have fists to punch the wall or punch the hole? Oh my gosh. Well, Matt. Yeah. We, have established, we established back in season one that you can do that. Yeah, no, Kevin's going to punch, punch that wall. Okay, uh, then that's going to be scrap and risky and I would call this standard effect as well because your um, risky standard force field has been proven to have a devastating effect on materials that come into contact with it. Oh, dear. Only a three. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. All right. We we explode. No, (laughs) you don't explode. Failure. It just means. No, that that is a failure. A three is a failure. (laughs) I thought it was like mixed. Okay. No, that's four to five. Four and five are mixed success. Three (laughs) Three is not a success. Oh, no. I don't like this. All right. So you, you successfully crash into the Logistark's ship and you've got the fists out. The Express is, you know, doing a Superman punch into, into the hull and it impacts the hull and there is a bright explosion of coruscating energy that bursts out from the point of impact as the Logistark's flagship has its own shield and the interaction between the two of your shields creates this huge bright explosion which alerts everyone nearby to your presence you um you have weakened this area of the shield but also now everyone is coming towards you you are under fire your position becomes desperate is the consequence here okay they had like keva's like kind of hanging upside down (laughs) by her hair i imagine somehow and then she's like they had a shield too (laughs) 
I'm sorry. Yeah, I think the the ship bounces off a bit, and you need to use like the uh, the compressed air stuff to get yourself back um, from tumbling. And yeah, everyone had a a rough time of it inside the ship. How are, how's the generator and the engine going? Uh, they're not happy right now. They're still going, but they're not happy. Kevin, Do we have a... Oh. No, sorry. Go ahead. Kevin's like, are you okay, Express? Express says, not fast enough. <laughs> gotta, gotta go hospital. <laughs> Does the Express have, like, a harpoon? <laughs> um, I don't know. That That is a piece of gear that I think is available to ships. Uh, I'm not sure that you have it. You have weapons, comms, a particle cannon, which is the the weapons that you have, the reverse shield that we have, which is what happens if you reverse the shield, jump drive, Q court, crew quarters. Uh, you start with one extra gambit, which I already did, AI module, shield, shuttle, workshop. Uh, no, you don't have a grappling hook. You have guns. Well... But do we have a harpoon like a whaling ship? Or like a spider thing, if you want to do that, Velvet. Yeah, I'm down. Okay, cool. I would like to do that. All right, your position is desperate. And yep. what action is this going to be? Um, This feels like a rig. All right. Um, With a rig, I think this will be standard effect. You know these systems. Marking my XP. Yes, don't forget to mark your experience for every desperate action you do here. Until such a time as hopefully your position improves. You did a oh crit. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Noise. Well done. We're back, baby. You're the chosen one. Um, there aren't really rules for a crit on a setup roll, but I'm going to say because it's a crit, uh, I'm going to let you improve both your position and effect for the one roll that follows this. Woo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just me and Fair doing it. Hey. All right. What is Maeve going to do with this opportunity? Shields are juiced up. Uh, can I send out a, a spider web? Yep, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what action would you would you call that? Uh, would this be a tune because I have to form shift? You haven't had issues form shifting like for basic stuff like this. Okay. So I think the action we're more looking at is shooting the web accurately or making sure that it it attaches correctly or calculating the shot, something like that. All right. Uh, could I do study for that to make sure it lands where it needs to land? Or hmm. I think study would be limited effects because that covers the calculation but not the execution. There's maybe scramble or scrap i can do scrap for it yeah scrapping with space i'd say one of those would be standard sure as this desperate standard then you're improving both position and effect so uh risky great risky great okay cool risky position great effect yep not just that risky is great but you know i mean risky is great you got yourself a six nice all right so what happens uh i i shoot out the strongest web i can manage uh and rein us in okay i think the web yoinks you through the gap in the shield just before it slams shut again uh you can see the shimmering hole go like around uh just as you are making your way through it and uh you're pulled onto the edge of the ship just as a pair of fighters converge from opposite points and blow up just a bit of space debris that was right where you were so you are on the hull of the ship very close to where you want it to be, if not exactly where you had planned to be. Your position does remain desperate. Good work, everyone else. Good good work, Express, Keva says to the Express. Express seems satisfied. Express, do you want to be able to talk? She randomly asks. Uh-huh. I don't think the Express really understands that concept right now. Mm-hmm. Emrin's over the intercom. What? <laughs> I mean, like, does the Express want to talk to, like, Emrin and Maeve? Sora, and not just me. 
Yeah. So, I mean, like the Express doesn't really talk to you either, as you recall. It gives you yeah. impressions that you interpret. Yeah. The Express doesn't really seem to understand what that means or would mean for it. Mm. Again, it's a very limited system, despite I'm the personality we attribute to it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just imagine that for some reason, Keva's getting the idea of like, I want my own like R2-D2 ship. <laughs> uh, who's leading the breach? Sarah will go for it. Let's, yes! Yes, yeah. more, more into the breach. Okay. How do you do it? How do you get into the, sh how do you break in through the hull of the ship here? How, how do I break in? Um, <laughs> with brute force. You could try that. Or? I think you, maybe you might need some type of equipment that would let you blow a hole in it or something like that can i declare something that i can give to zora because i have a, a cutter let's see what zora has too yeah uh, you've got a fine sniper rifle i don't know about that <laughs> That'll oh, you you have a detonator launcher i mean <laughs> oh well <laughs> can we use the detonator launcher <laughs> yep you can, yeah you can fire a detonator out the back of the ship Matt, the, the, if thing I might that, make a, the thing that's for this? If if I might make a call out to one of our sibling podcasts, you're going to bail Bronda it? <laughs> yes. Oh no. The bail Bronda treatment. Yeah, so if you want to declare that, that takes two of your load. I think you've got heavy load, actually, so you've got six. So that would take two of them. Yeah, I do. We should still leave you three load for the rest of the mission. I think I can handle that. Okay. All right. This is probably scrap, right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> okay. And we're back to desperate. Uh, desperate. And because you have the gear for this, I'm going to call this standard. Uh, it is a spaceship hull, so that's why it's standard and not any higher than that. Got it. You can do it. Oh, bless. <laughs> crit, crit, Hell crit, yeah. crit, crit. You got a crit also. Okay. Okay, so, Dice. Where are you, what are you doing? <laughs> they really want you on this ship. I know. Uh, what does this look like? Zora, like, what does the launcher look like? What does the process look like? Aside from I'm... cool as hell. <laughs> we know it's cool as hell. I mean, cool as, you know, pick up big, uh, big detonator launcher and then completely blast it. And then, um, you know, cinematic blast of fire. I'm, I'm just imagining it in my head and I am sucking at describing it. But it's all very cinematic in my head. So just okay. imagine it cinematically. <laughs> So there's a big blast and there's the fire and because it's in space, it immediately shrinks her down. But there's a big hole in the side of the ship now. I think the effect of the crit here is that your position is going to go from desperate back to risky. Uh, Yay. Because on the other side of this hole, you see a bunch of people getting sucked out into space and they were all ready to shoot you as soon as you got in there. I think they were probably expecting you to do this quieter than you did. Looks to be done. Do any of them look royal? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. no one of them is wearing a big old shirt that says logistark for life <laughs> um yeah no go ahead no i was just gonna say no they've they've got to be in the heart heart of the ship that's how it works in, in movies and video games mm -hmm. all right yeah so you leap over there um there are people flailing about uh they look to be wearing spacesuits of some sort but they are spacesuits that you'd wear inside a ship, not outside a ship. So they're not really a threat at the moment. Uh, and some of them obviously are not flailing about because they have been blown up. But you're what? in a risky position as you make it onto the ship. I was just going to say, we're wearing spacesuits, right? I would hope so. Yeah, yeah you've got your custom spacesuits. Some description. Does, um, who was the person with the, with the schematics? Uh, probably you, because you were the one planning the route. Probably, probably me. All right. Well, then I'll um, lead the way. 
Okay. Um, so do you want to do a group action to, I'm going to make a clock here for getting to the bridge, which is going to be a six step clock. No, it's a four step clock. Cause you planned for this, you know, the route. That's cool as hell. All right, there it is. So do you want to do a group action? Are you splitting up? What's the idea here? You never split away, split up. <laughs> never. Yeah. It worked we'll out okay last time. We split up on El Coco because El Coco was a joke. <laughs> I mean, okay, how many people are on are with us? Because I know that we've got the four of us, but like, did Mandakai want to come or like? Mandakai absolutely wanted to come. Okay, she is not here though. The you know the, if- the medics, the doctors, everybody like she had she had to be physically restrained from coming with you. Okay. but she is not in any condition to be out here right now. Okay, so like no MP, no. We gave, we gave MP a handgun. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask, if you ask MP to come, he would. But I don't. I'm I don't, just saying, I don't know like someone staying be. on the ship. Oh, um, I mean, if you want MP to be here to stay on the ship, he'll be here to stay on the ship. No, I'm. It doesn't have to be MP. I'm just saying someone else. I don't think MP is going to be able to protect the ship. Um, you don't know. He might be a murder bot. <laughs> it didn't work that out that way last time. Of the people who are here, who do you think you would want to bring with you to guard the ship? Spider. Oh, the Dowager. Be so freaking awesome, man. The Dowager is probably coordinating with the Jellyfish Junction. Yeah, and oh, she could too. conceivably do that from here, but it's it's up to it's up to you, um, Maeve. There was uh, Karis isn't going to be here. Karis just came to take care of Mandakai and to help with the negotiations. You probably don't want the. Esme? Uh, if you want Esme to be here, you're going to have to do a flashback to convince her to stay on the ship. <laughs> And and not come cavorting and murdering with it. Yeah, I feel like it would need to be somebody who could interface with the ship, too. And that pretty much leaves uh, MP at this point. Yeah, MP okay. is probably our best bet. Now, I know this didn't go well last time, but, but well, I have how every is confidence M- in you. How, how was MP shut off last time? That's the question. MKV, because he's got fun stuff. Yeah, MKV just used an override command on him. Um, If we were able to, like, connect him to the ship with maybe, like, the two of them be able to stay aware or something well i mean the ship will have warnings if anyone approaches on the ship sensors and mp can just stay on the bridge okay because the ship is awake now that is a good yeah okay okay so mp's there and as you leap over to the other ship he says i got you covered i'll watch your back i give mp a gun hell yeah mp looks at the gun and says uh, all right. MP's wearing a um, an armband that has your Sunbreaker logo on it. Oh, I'm gonna cry. That's so cool. I love I love him. He does a kind of casual salute to you as you leap off the ship and onto the Logistarks flagship. Okay, so how are we making our way to the bridge? Group scrap roll. <laughs> just fight our way through. Yeah. Yeah. The first thing that pops into my head, I'm just like, <laughs> how do they do that in Star Wars? guns <laughs> we could ha- we could han solo it or we could obi-wan kenobi it because oh, this is our death star yeah now we could split up and one of us could go to like the shield generator and the rest of us could try to commandeer the vessel you do know the music going through my head right now is just honestly i think Which is- going to the you do have space on the Express if you wanted to have a backup 
team with you. That is possible, but who could possibly be on there except for like a maniacal berserking fish man? Yeah, oh. if only there were a group of special forces around. <laughs> yeah, if only <laughs> fish people. If only there was an insane fish man. Well, I bet Esme would want to do that too because she wouldn't be stuck on the ship then. Yeah, I think um, Esme does have stuff to do back there. She'll be okay. Okay. But if you want to bring the enduring loop, I'm sure they're up yes. for it. I think that would be sick as hell. The, I, yeah. Okay. So which do you want them to go and do something on the ship while you're heading for the bridge? Distraction. Or disable shield generator. Okay. So we'll do a flashback to you talking to Looming Evenfall, who's their leader. And uh, he says, we will accompany you and provide what support we can. Our powers may not necessarily rival your own, but uh, we'll do our best, you do your best. And between the two of us, we'll take care of things. Uh, Kevo like talks to Bitter Awakening and is just like, okay, now if we run into each other again and we're both trying to go with your ribbons and my hair, the first person who sees them does that first because i don't know i don't want us to get tangled up again bitter awakening looks up at you after a pause and he has been playing a game on his script and he says yes all right yeah sure i got it yeah no 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 i don't think <laughs> love that dude okay see you later <laughs> <laughs> i love him he's the worst uh kevin is so frustrated with that though yeah he is a jerk a little salty boy. He's a salty fish man. You're, they're on the ship with you as well. Looming even fall, Dangerous Midnight, Bitter Awakening, and Ravening Zenith are all there. And uh, you land there and they consult their schematics. You consult yours. And Ravening Zenith is like, all right then, let's go cause some damage. Oh. <laughs> I love her too. She's so hot. Dangerous Midnight uh, stomps on on his big legs with his tiny little arms. And he says, yeah, all right, let's do this. And they charge off in another direction i'll start a clock for them they're literally the coolest they really are they're like us if we were fish <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then who's bitter awakening me <laughs> okay emran's just a little bit nicer <laughs> no. i basically bullied eli into friendship <laughs> <laughs> i mean eli seems like the kind that would appreciate being bullied into friendship though i mean we seem pretty chill to be honest you're yeah. bros all right, so you're doing, you said you want to do a group scrap. You want to fight your way to the bridge. That seems like the most cool and dope thing to do. And three yeah. of us are pretty good at scrapping. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what kind of scrap score is. Um, so you're in a risky position. Uh, this is going to be. Kevin's got the two scrap. So that's oh, pretty that's good. good yeah. I'll call this standard effect for your fighting your way through the first wave of security that comes down towards you. Kevin's a scrappy girl. Yeah. What's notable about the security that's converging on you is that they are apparently robotic in nature. This is some type of droid army that's coming after you. Robots. They're separatists. <gasps> Robots, Kevin says. <laughs> uh, so who wants to lead the way? Who's going to lead the action? I will follow the sword. All right, roll. Everybody rolls a risky standard scrap. Wait, I just had like a tragic realization. Oh no, Dice, why have you betrayed me? All right, Trudy. Trudy! Risky standard. Kind of risk those standards. Oh, five. That's just okay. one fail and you got a six. Okay, so Zora, you take one stress. I'm going to fill in two ticks of this clock to get to the bridge. Tick tock. And to my boy. Sorry. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll take a moment because, um, all right, well, Maeve was clearly distracted with something else while this is going on. But uh, the rest of you 
have some pretty heroic uh, fighting moments with this horde of robots. So take a moment. Tell me about something cool your character does against a, a horde of robots. Each of us? Yep. Ooh. Maeve can pitch in as well. Maeve's there supporting everybody, at least. Even though, I don't know, maybe there's something about these robots or Maeve's distracted by coordinating the swarm. I'm definitely lagging, but uh, I'm helping coordinate, but I'm lagging behind. Like, if they cut down robots, I kind of just, like, look them over, see if there's cool stuff in them. <laughs> I, I also want to say that maybe, like, there's windows and you see spiders flying by and maybe there's some sort of, <laughs> like, that's, oh, my swarm, really good. I love these. <gasps> Instead of space squids, flying spiders now. That's space, us. Spiders. space spiders. Space spiders. Space spiders. Okay. <sighs> Astron. Astroarachnids? Mm. Astrachnids. Astragnids. <laughs> Beware of the astrachnid uh, board. All right, give me your cool moments, please. I beat uh, up the robots. There's one point <laughs> where Keva like skewers a couple with a hair spear. So they look like a cocktail stick with uh, an olive and slice of one of those little onions. You shish kebab them? Yeah. Very cool. Zora does a sweeping cleave that manages to catch an arm and a leg in one swoop. Ooh, they're falling to pieces in front of you. Yep. Emran takes off one of the robot's heads with his beautiful new shield and then puts a detonator in the empty neck and throws the robot at, at a group of other robots. <laughs> <laughs> the head that you're holding on your shield says, oh no. <laughs> Body detonates. And, blows up all the other. <laughs> and then Emran takes the head foreign body detected keeping it i want to mess with its head kiva says <laughs> that is literally why i'm keeping it so you can maybe hack the communications or something i don't know <gasps> i could make its voice backs and attach it to the ship <laughs> also that also so much better than what i suggested <laughs> uh okay so oh it's got to have the voice of richard Ayoade then how what are you doing to get the rest of the way to the ridge because you fought your way through the first couple of waves of robots you're about halfway up to the bridge through the route that uh, Zora planned based on the schematics. So far, you haven't run into any unexpected obstacles. Just had a really stupid idea. No such thing. It's so, oh, no, well, no, it, it wouldn't actually, actually work because it's, we open up a door and we find a robot that we turn on that is our friend. <laughs> um, I, oh, we have our robot friend now. Like, I just imagine that we put this robot head in, like, a bag that's, like, in a fanny pack around Emran's waist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the hot new craze. Fanny pack, but instead of bag, robot head. This is my decapitated robot droid for war. Keva, like, is like, so what's your name to the robot head? So this part of the approach to the bridge has a lot of, <laughs> uh, like, traps and, not necessarily traps, but uh, higher level security systems and lots of cameras and stuff like that. The Your first initial approach was through the, like, outer edges of the ship, and you're getting deeper and deeper because the bridge is logically in the middle of the ship. This isn't one of those Star Wars situations where the bridge is a very obvious target sticking out the top of a, of a wedge. It's in the middle where it should be because the logistocracy is nothing if not logical and pragmatic. So you, as you get closer towards the core of the ship and the bridge, the going gets tougher. You know, there's more guards, more weaponry, turrets up in the hallways, stuff like that. So you can keep fighting your way through. The risk is going to be greater or you can try a different kind of approach. I have an idea. Okay. Hack a robot. Yes. Get that robot robot to bring us to the bridge as prisoners. I don't want to. That sounds horrifying. <laughs> That's fair. But hack a robot. 
backdoor into the the systems that are running the robots. Turn the robots on other people. Okay. Emran gives you the head. Can can I hack our new robot friend? Uh, yeah, that's something you can try for sure. Uh, let's see here. This would be hack, I think. You're still in a risky position. Yes. I think you've probably had time to study logistocracy technology by now. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll call it standard effects to hack into the robot network here. I'm going to push myself. Makes sense. You want to look at a devil's bargain or? Oh, uh, no, I just pushed myself. I got a five. Okay. Hey, solid. Five's get the job done. Okay. So that uh, gets you to the bridge. So you're able to hack in and redirect the mechanical, like the robotic defenses that are uh, along the way to the bridge here. Uh, the consequence is that not all of the defenses and security systems are robots. Uh, you are making your way through the hallway and like the, the robotic stuff and the turrets are pointing in the opposite direction. Um, I think with a five, you weren't able to like assume direct control to the point where you can turn them on each other, but you were able to tell them look away and they've been doing that. But what you get to is a team of human guards and these human guards are wearing power armor. It's not too dissimilar from the black power armor that you saw on El Coco, but uh, this stuff is in the colors of the logistocracy. So it's silver and gold and they're armed with weapons. Oh, I said same model. Similar yeah. model. It's yeah, it's like this is the I mean, the, the the crew of El Coco are like tier two, whereas this is tier five. So it's better quality. This is like the top end model. Uh, so they see you and they're like, halt, who goes there? And the other one says, idiot, it's them. And they raise their guns. Who are we again? Emin throws a grenade. <laughs> uh, I, too, am a fan of grenades. You are faced with this uh, group. Let's say there's four of them of uh, basically elite royal guards or elite logistocracy guards in their silver and gold armor with their guns, and they are getting ready to shoot at you as a consequence of a risky five. Kevin stops for a second, like, wait, who are we? Um, they start pulling their triggers at this point, and you are under fire. Right. Who's at the front of your group? Probably Zora. Okay. And Zora, in that case, you take the level two harm blasted, unless you wish to resist that. I jump in the way. I'm a bodyguard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do. Okay. Uh, so. How are you resisting this? Um, I pull the sword behind me and hold up my new shield. Okay, well, that sounds like prowess. All right, I'm going to resist with five dice. <laughs> you love to see it. Two. Okay. Whoa. Nothing happens. Well, there's a six in there. Uh, so the blast ricochets off your new shield, and um, you can feel it warm slightly and then you know cool again as the SGM absorbs the heat of the blast uh, from their weapon and the projectile that they shot at you just flattened, falls to the ground, robbed of its kinetic energy by your shield as well. And that drops the harm to level zero. No harm. No harm done. There's a brief moment uh, as you know the, they, they look at you and you're looking at them. Can I set up uh, Zora by throwing a grenade? Do you have a grenade? Yeah, I can declare a detonator. Okay, then do so, and you can use that. Uh, what kind of setup action do you see this as? That. Okay, go for it then. Uh, you're still in risky position, and standard effect here. Now, wrecking crew only counts if I'm striking in melee. This is not melee. No. Okay. Oh, and uh, Rudy, you rolled a six on a risky action during your group scrap, so make sure that we all remember that we have three gambits. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, nice. Awesome. Those gambits, though. Actually, I'll just write that out over on the left side here above the ship. I got a five. Okay. So you throw the grenade at them. Um, I think it, you know, it, it explodes and 
the grenade doesn't actually damage them because you're using it as a distraction and their armor is good. It's not like a super cool detonator or anything, just a regular grenade. Uh, and I think when that happens, uh, so you hear the voice over uh, their radio saying, sir, we've got them cornered. And you hear the sounds of uh, battle through their radio. And I'm going to tick up the um, enduring loop clock by two. Oh, my friends. That's okay. That's why they're here. Uh, so you're setting that up because you want Zora to get in there? Yeah, I'm going to destroy some things in melee. Okay. Are you going to do uh, increased effect or a better position? Oh, God. I suck at making choices. Um, what would be the better one here? Uh, increased effect. If you're at, if you're at great, this would put you at great effect, which would potentially take them out on a six. Yes. But if you're in a controlled position, then uh, the consequences aren't as bad if you don't get a six. So what do you guys think? Uh, me, I'm always for putting my character's body on the line. Uh, same. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, Risky, risky great. great. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we thrive. And then I keep forgetting to do this, but I've got wrecking crew, so I'm gonna add that bonus die. Yes. Yes. Thank God. You really did. <laughs> and you got that six. One, one, two, six. So we got a gambit. Um, yeah, I think your your sword, the blade of Gov, has uh, very little difficulty with this fancy high-tech armor. I think there is, this isn't even necessarily on screen. Like we see the grenade go off. Emran looks back at Zora. Zora leaps over Emran. And then there's just the sounds of devastation. (laughs) (laughs) Emran's just, we see, we see the violence reflected in silhouette and Emran's, and Emran's visor. And Emran's just like, she's the sword. (laughs) (laughs) You're at the bridge. uh, And I think. The door isn't locked down or anything. The bridge door opens, and on the bridge you see, you know, officers, and uh, you see there is a floating golden egg in the middle of the bridge up at the command spot. Son of a... We're here to take down that bad egg, Keva says, pointing. The officers look up. Um, They're not really surprised, the bridge officers at this point. They're looking up, and they're like, looking towards the egg, and then looking back at you, and they're like, waiting for orders, and... The egg rotates around and says, my, 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 you children are tenacious, aren't you? And it unfolds the arms, uh, you know, separate from the body and the eyes open up on it. They're a vibrant cyan color. And uh, Emerson Kayvon says, I suppose we'll just have to take care of you the old fashioned way, although it pains me to do so in such a crude manner. And uh, he presses a button and the door to the bridge, the doors to the bridge close behind you and the atmosphere begins to vent. We're wearing spacesuits. You are wearing spacesuits. Wait, are the bridge officers wearing spacesuits? They are not. uh, So they start to panic and there's, you know, probably a little over a dozen people on the bridge and there. Some of them are getting up and running. There's an alarm going off and uh, Emerson has lowered himself his egg self into a cradle which stands up into a large machine is he venting the whole ship or just the bridge he's venting the bridge as far as you can tell oh boy i don't like that answer can i do a main action and a minor action you can do an action okay well my minor action would be keva like slipping her visor down so that she's not losing air and then my main action would be hacking the ship okay 
Uh, so the air supply that you have in your suit uh, obviously won't hold out forever. So I'm going to start a clock for that. And that is a four-step clock called air supply, not the band, the physical thing. A four-step clock called air supply is the name of a band? That's amazing. <laughs> uh, so this puts you into a desperate position again. Oh, you mean you meanie bobini. I am a meanie bobini. That's true. It's been said. No, Matt isn't. Emerson KV is. The bad egg. Where's Willy Wonka when you need him? <laughs> also starting a four-step clock for bridge officers. Am I, am I personally concerned about their well-being? That's up to you. Uh, Keva is... Morality. Keva is going to hack the ship to override Emerson's control. Okay. Uh, you're going to have to get to a console first. Okay, so that's like a setup action? Uh, you know, you'll need to get there and log into it. It's, you know, you can't just do it. It's not wireless for you, as you as you know. And Emerson has seen you do this, so I don't know. Maybe he's got tricks up his sleeve. But he's here. He's in his mech suit. He's facing you. He's not wearing a shirt. He's not wearing a shirt. <laughs> of course he's not. <laughs> he, he doesn't even have sleeves. <laughs> okay, so is this a scramble to get to the system? I think a scramble would be standard effect here. Yeah. So desperate standard. Yes. Mark your XP. Hells yeah. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Nice. Uh, I'm going to tick air supply once as a consequence because it takes you a certain amount of oxygen to do an action like that. Okay, so that is the consequence. I ticked air supply up once, but you have made it over to a console. You're connecting to it. What's going on with the rest of y'all? Because right now Emerson is raising a an arm that appears to just be a gun like a cannon type thing to point at Keva. Can I do something to set up either Emran or Zora? Whichever. Of course. Uh, I like to think I my spacer is probably separated uh, between kind of like, you know, the helmet for oxygen and then the rest of it to let me shapeshift. Okay. I'd like to try to web up the gun. Sure. Yeah, all right. You can try and like get a web around the gun so you can jerk it around. What kind of action do you see that being? Uh, I think that's a scrap if it's going to turn into like a tug of war type thing. Okay. So a desperate standard effect. A5. Pretty good. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take air supply again. I don't like this. Doesn't it make sense if we each have our own air supply? No. This is the air supply that is shared by your suits because it's this wasn't supposed to be a space battle. Right. You needed you needed air to get like onto the ship and back off the ship, right? Yep. Um okay. So uh so that's ticked up twice and yeah, you do it. You you've set up, you've got uh, the web around the gun so you can sort of jerk it out of position when uh, when he's getting ready to fire around the cannon arm on this side. So that'll improve position or effect for whoever follows up on that. Emrin would like to take the uh, the the gun arm away. It sounds fun. Okay, so that's I guess that's probably scrap, isn't it? It's a, it's a little bit of a scrap. <laughs> We're a little scrappy. So you want to do this as desperate standard or risky limited? What's the plan? Desperate standard. I'm going to spend a gambit and make it um, five dice for Desperate Great, because I have Wrecking Crew. All right, go for it then. Six. Ah. There is a six in there. Okay. So, yeah, your your blade cleaves through the arm and the cannon falls to the ground, sparking, as it was obligingly held in place by your teammate Maeve. Thank you, Maeve. I got you. Emerson says, oh dear, if only I had, oh wait, and two more cannons pop out. Yeah, it's time for Zora to take care of that. <laughs> Go for it. This would be desperate, uh, limited, but you've got the sword, so that's desperate standard. Okay, so five in there. Good. Um, I'm going to take up air supply one more time. 
but yeah, you hack off more of uh, Emerson's armaments, and he's saying, this is getting very annoying. And he lifts out of the cradle, abandoning the mech suit. Clearly, this requires a subtler means. And uh, the egg begins to glow with blue crackling electricity around it. I just have to say that the problem here is that because he's an egg man, I have so many like... Well, and this he's is a robot. Y- yeah, yeah. That <laughs> immediately, as soon as you mentioned this like mech he sits into, I'm like, well, that's like the egg walker from Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> and then when you say he floats out of it, it's like, well, that's just the main like Eggman piloting orb thing that he uses all the time that is connected to the egg walker. <laughs> so he's glowing with blue crackling electricity all around his egg body. Probably shouldn't hit him in melee. I don't know. Am I allowed to hack now? Yeah, yeah go for it. I was just going to say, how's, how's Kevin handling things over there? Well, I'm going to hack now that I'm over there. She's just like, this guy has no respect for any sentient life, and he is going down. It's a bad egg. It'll be desperate limited effect to hack into, hack through his control of the system. Now, I wanted to say, if I wanted to use my hacker... Uh, special ability, which means that I may expend special armor to resist the consequences of hacking. Yeah. Does that come into effect now or after? You can also do it to push yourself. If there's a consequence. Okay. Yeah. Now, what if I took a devil's bargain, just in case, because I'm just catching, you know, checking my... uh... Uh, If you want a devil's bargain, the reinforcements are going to arrive outside the ship. Mm. I'm just going to push myself. (laughs) Okay. This is re- this is really important. I believe in you that believes in you. What? Okay, so you're hacking is the hacking that will pierce the heavens. So this is yeah. still desperate standard. It's desperate limited, but if you're, I think you can push yourself for effect, so you could do desperate uh, standard, but you don't get the extra die from pushing yourself. But you look really cool. So if I if I do standard, does that mean that then the effects will be less? But then that's negated by me using that move. So you could you could use hacker to expend your special armor to push yourself, mm-hmm. and and then I don't know if you can just spend stress also to push yourself twice. Mm. You can only push yourself once. You could use a gambit. You could gambit. Yeah, I'll two. use a gambit then. No, we have uh, yeah. three because we had four. No, you had three, so you have two now. Okay, and if so... you're using one, that'll bring you to one. Okay. okay, so you can push yourself for improved effect, and then use a gambit to get an extra die, and then you'd be desperate okay. standard. With an extra die. With one extra die, yeah. Yeah. And you get XP. And yeah! it was good that I did that. <laughs> it was good we did that. The last one is a six. Okay. Uh, you seize control of the systems. What do you do with that? Turn the dang air back on. Okay. The air is back on. I'm going to remove the air supply clock and the bridge officers. Well, let's see the bridge officers clock because I might still need that. And uh, Emerson says, ah, you've improved even over the past few days. Impressive, young one. I don't understand how you could just go ahead and kill your allies like that. What about the Logic Dark? If she had been hurt. Oh, you'll like her if you meet her. I don't like that. Uh, so Emerson is is here. He's crackling with blue electricity. And I think he is going to uh, rush towards... He's going to rush towards Maeve because he sees her as the softer target of the three in front of him with Keva off somewhere else on the bridge, uh, which would be level two harm electrocuted for Maeve. No. Uh, can I expend my armor? You can. I will do so. Can I bodyguard? All right. Uh, <laughs> you can. She's already used her armor, which would bring it down to level zero. I still tackle him anyway. Well, that can be your follow-up action. <laughs> so how does your armor negate the electrocuting uh, dive bomb? 
Maeve? Uh, I think just from experience last time and figuring out that our, most of our enemies are going to be electric, uh, I think I've worked on some kind of exoskeleton that will like detach once it absorbs the shock. Okay, cool. So it does so. And Emran, you are tackling the electrocuted egg, which means... You'll also take level two harm electrocuted in order to do this action, or you'll need to resist that harm to do the action. I would like to resist it and like reflect it back. Yeah, I mean, you've done electrical stuff before. Yeah, see if I can do that. I could just expend my armor to ignore the harm and then just go for him. Up to you. Might. I think I'll expend my armor as well. Okay. You power through the electricity and desperate uh, limited. Um, ba -ba 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 for scrap. Yep. Okay. Desperate limited. I I'll push myself as well. Okay. For extra die or effect? Effect. Desperate standard. Desperate standard. All right, let's see it. Great. Boom. Ooh. All right. How do you destroy this body of Emerson Kavon? Yes. <laughs> um, I see Emerson, like his first impulse is to jump in the way of Emerson, but he can he sees that Maeve is completely fine. So he just grabs the egg, gets electrocuted, doesn't seem to bother him, and he pulls the egg out of the mech suit and just repeatedly breaks it apart with his sword. As you are smashing it, Emerson Vaughn says, You have seen the last Okay. The bridge is yours. Surrender. The bridge officers put their hands up, I think. They have seen what their erstwhile allies think of them at this point. And you hear a voice projected from the speakers of the ship. And it says, Very well then, if that is what you wish, we will surrender our control to you for now. The sun was going to do away with you anyway. That remained to be seen. And if they tried, I think they would have found we had a few surprises left. This is not my first, as they used to say, rodeo. Imagine Kevin saying, there's a reason. You guys have rodeos? Not for a long time. Well, I hope we can begin a long and wonderful working relationship. Your highness, your ladyship. Largest, largest darkness? Just the largest dark is fine. Okay. Kevin, are you still connected to the ship's systems? Yeah. <laughs> okay. This ship is the Logistark. Damn. Kevin kind of stops for a second is, and is like, you're an AI? A crude term, but I was once an artificial intelligence. I like to think I've evolved beyond those labels now. Are you unchained? No one could try to chain me. That explains quite a lot. Oh. Kevin's just sort of like... Are you a Pablon AI? Goodness, no. Look, I'd love to chat about this, but uh, it looks like your habitat is exploding. Emrin looks out the... looks out... is there a display? Yeah. There's a display. Uh, the ship brings it up. There is, in fact, something exploding out of the habitat. It is the sun. Oh, they've detached... they've detached the battle station. The sun is in its full fury, surrounded by the corona system. The flames combat even the void of space as it emerges from the ruins of the old spaceport you can see the extensive damage that has left on its way out of the habitat. And the Hygiene Splinter Fleet are beginning to throw themselves against it. It's going to bring the emergency down on us. It's possible. The shroud is running, but I don't know how much it can conceal of a battle like this. We must strike decisively. What do you suggest, Logistark? I suppose we are allies of convenience, at least for now. We can work out the details afterward. She lays out the weapon systems available and says, we can use the railgun. I don't know if it will penetrate the corona system. Can't we just destroy the corona system and that's it? That would be ideal. The corona system is the 
sheath of flames that surrounds the battle station. It repels attack quite effectively. The only chance we have is if we can time the shot perfectly, for when it's striking on its own. Only in that moment might the corona be frail enough to be penetrated by the railgun. Or I suppose you could go there. I don't know. I usually leave strategies to my generals. Are any of these people your generals, or are they indisposed? My generals are on other ships. I don't keep everything in one place. Smart. Unlike the sun. On other ships, like other views? This is too complicated to discuss right now, Keva. You know my name? Yeah, of course she does. (laughs) She doesn't even answer that. (laughs) 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 Keva just sort of says, the largest arc knows my name. She's a centuries old super intelligence. I think she knows quite a lot of things. Yeah, I get that. But like, why we also, did she... we're super popular. Yeah, we're pretty cool. Yeah, they know about you. We, I mean, we, we, we know that we have allies on the sun, but if the sun is fully detached, that who knows what that means? I could attempt to contact the sun. That would Please work. Do... Um, is it okay if I piggyback on that a little? I suppose. They are your allies, after all. Can I check on the enduring loop off to the side? Uh, I suppose I should ask my people to stand down. Uh, She does, and you can check in with them. They are in rough shape, but it looks like they had managed to get to the shield control room, but had not seized it. Bitter Awakening is pretty badly wounded. Like, a lot of his uh, limbs have been burned off, but he's still getting ready to fight. My boy. Uh, Ravening Zenith is missing an arm. Dangerous Midnight is completely fine, and Looming Even Fall is uh, bleeding from several cuts. Yeah, I, I just asked them if they could get back to the Express, because we might be on our way to the sun. Hey, yeah, all right. Dangerous Midnight is uh, going and using, like, uh, as their legs fold out into more legs, and uh, he uses <laughs> those to help those who are wounded to move. We'll get back to the ship, don't you worry. Uh, so the connection that you get is correctly, like, have I assume you're informing her of what types of frequencies to use to get in touch with. Who are you trying to contact? Terry at first. All right. So you hear a crackly, you know, the the line is not good because the Corona system interferes with communications as well. But it appears that Logistark has a very powerful communications laser, which you can actually see a little bit in the, in, in space because of the filters that are on the view screen that allow you to see there's a line going from the uh, Logistark into the sun. And yes, this is a dangerous thing that might attract the attention of the emergency, but less likely to do so than the sun's big ass burning blazing right. corona what, system. What color is the laser? It's the filter puts on it. It's just like it makes it pink so that you can see it clearly against the void of space. Uh, uh Kev is like, Terry, do you read me? This is Iterar. How can I help you? Iterar. I have reassembled much of myself. Oh awesome. Um your corona the corona's going off Um, yes unfortunately uh, we have not been able to get control of the core we've been locked out after all they did have us for centuries and their countermeasures are good we're working on it but people are dying the generators Mm. that they've seeded throughout the outer layers are burning up to keep the corona system alive okay that is not good we're on the outside uh by the way, Logistark is a giant AI, not Hablon, but maybe you all want to talk sometime. Anyway, um, if we shot it from the outside, would you be able to help us figure out how to do that? You want me to give you coordinates? That'll work. I can do that, but I don't think any weapon's going to penetrate the Corona system. At least, not unless it's firing. You mean, sorry, does Terry mean, like, that the 
as the weapon, as the Corona system is firing? Or... So the Corona system has two main purposes. One, it is a protective system. It's the barrier around the sun. And the other is when it burns stuff up good. So when it is using its weapon form, then the barrier is less powerful. Okay. So basically... We have to give it an enticing target. That's pretty much a suicide mission. I don't mean the Express. The Express would absolutely be destroyed. I'm pretty sure the Logistar can sustain maybe a hit. I would rather not. Right. I would rather not die either. But if we do nothing, everyone dies, including you. Yes, well, there's the, also the other issue is I can't very well shoot the railgun if I'm being shot. Yeah. You know, I have a question. Like, do you have, like, a smaller form you could take off the ship? We do. If I needed to, but I'm not prepared to sacrifice my ship. Ishara mm. says, look, we're very busy here. I'm going to transfer you these coordinates before our connection gets severed. And here they are. And there's a burst of uh, information. And just as the information is coming through, it's going to do a fortune roll with the tier of the solar free state. Okay. So they are able to cut the connection, but not before the coordinates make it through to you. And the connection breaks out and you hear a different voice coming over the feed. And it says, and I need just a moment here. Our pass to get the water to be able to do the voice. This is a tough voice to do. Ah, there you are. My children, why don't you return to my arms? Says Sun Minister to Winton. Ew. The sun has welcomed me home. It is now an extension of my mind and body. Come, join me. Or be destroyed. If you keep on doing that, the emergency's gonna come and then destroy you. I cannot be destroyed. Oh, okay. Neither can you, if you join me. The more of us there are together, the stronger we are. That's a really big, huge crime against all sentient species. Is it a crime to survive? Keva, like, looks in the general direction of the ship and is like, this is why we're the more sane people, Logistark. Uh, Logistark says, I'm trying to calculate a firing solution. Can you keep him talking? Yeah. Okay. Okay, but you said that you guys combined Gov and you lied. Why would you do that? We did not lie. You saw for yourself. We brought them here into our embrace and made them into something new. No, that's still a lie, because you you said that they all combined together and became one being. They're not. Well, religious texts always have a certain level of metaphor. We were creating our own. We got to be a little bit creative. And so now you're what? I am a consciousness. So you made yourself an AI? No. An AI has a core that can be destroyed. I can survive anywhere. Did he steal the wave? Keva, like, looks as, like, creepy. She says without actually saying it. Now I am going to fire the Corona system at that ridiculous ship. You can join me, and I will bring you into my embrace. Or you can die. What do you mean by join you? Simple. I will take your minds and add them to mine. Okay, there we go. Okay, yeah. Keva's just sitting there for a second and it's like, He's the whole sim. What do you want to do? Can we can we roll to distract him long enough for the railgun to fire as he fires? You can. I mean, I, maybe I can support that action by helping 
the bridge crew try to give as much power to the railgun and to the uh, shields as as we can. Okay. So you want to do like a rig action? I think so. Okay. Uh, let's see. We're in a desperate position. This will be standard effect for your rig to help these folks out. Um, if I take this desperate action, I will level up insight. Cool. But I won't be able to retroactively get that third dot because that third dot only happens because of this action, right? Yes. Okay. Poopy. Well, two dots. Yeah, that's time for you. Uh, I don't know. I guess could I help distract them too? Absolutely. How are you going to do it? All right. This might be a long shot, but can I, I use my command to kind of, you know, feign admiration for uh the sun's orchestration of the whole gov thing. You could use command for that. I would say it would be no effect to show admiration. That would be more of a sway, I think. Uh, maybe a study if I wanted to, like, ask how they went about um, redesigning the Havlon AIs. Sure. Uh, it'll be desperate limited effect, I think, for that role. Am I desperate standard or desperate limited? You're in desperate standard because you're helping out on this group of the ship Got here. Got it. Maeve is desperate limited because she's going head to head with this asshole. Uh, I'll push myself, actually. Okay, good idea. And I guess I'll do that to upgrade the effect. Okay. So that desperate standard. Push myself yeah. or die. All right, let's see your rolls. Four and four. Okay, so you are able to get, uh, you know, you're able to help them out with preparing the railgun to fire. I think as a consequence, because it's taking time, you are seeing that splinter fleet ships are being destroyed by the sun's defenses the splinter fleet is rapidly dwindling the sun is a powerful foe can i resist that you can resist that how are you going to do it um if you want to resist that by you know thinking faster then that's probably going to be insight um, yeah i think it's just insight where i'm like finding power loopholes to maybe like lash out with point defense where it just draws the fire instead of like the missiles will draw the fire instead of um or just okay you're sending stuff you're sending stuff out to that's what i'm doing so insight okay so yeah insight resistance uh still four dice oh no just the one because it's uh i'm a rebel forged in the fire i take one stress you take one stress all right, so Maeve, you are feigning admiration and asking, oh, how did, what, what is it you ask here? While we have you on the phone, I have had a curiosity for a while. How did you manage to retrofit and redesign the Hablon AIs to serve the Solar Free State's purposes? Ah, uh, well, that was simpler than you might think. The League of Orbital Nations always saw themselves as superior above us, simply because they had access to more advanced materials and technology. But we used brute force, intelligence, and our cunning. We were able to break them down, slowly, sheer persistence, and even our, as they might call it, limited technology, was able to tear them down. So you've got a few minutes while uh, he is going into more detail here in the hopes that it will impress upon you that, you know, you really should join in with his mental fortress and become a disembodied figment of his imagination uh i'll keep him talking as long as i can okay as you are keeping him talking i think some of the things that he is discussing are horrifying enough to the point that they would cause you to take a level two harm uh shocked can i resist that of course you can i'm gonna resist with my resolve sounds good to me okay so you take a stress from that you roll the five cool okay um, how are we going to get him to shoot at something? Keva has 
an idea. Yeah. He's going to say the largest dark. So I don't know if you noticed the punching hands with the shield there. We were crashing into you. That was very interesting. I haven't seen that technology in a long time. I don't like to do this without asking, but maybe you've had some of your systems kind of poke around inside my brain while we've been connected. Oh, yes. So you know something about my blending ability. There's certainly something going on in there. If we work together on that, I think I would be able to manipulate your shield to form a weapon that I don't think that the sun minister evil guy would necessarily know about. Perhaps if you hooked your ship into my systems, we could synchronize our shielding technologies to allow this to happen. Okay. That's probably going to be something a bunch of people are going to need to do together, though. Group action. Rig. Uh, well, I can't lead that because, well, I guess I could lead that, but I only have four stress right now. I got two left. Uh, anyone have? I mean, I still have a decent amount of stress left. How much? Uh, I'm counting the little bars. Seven, I think. Oh, yeah. If you don't yeah, mind, you, Trudy. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. could cord- You could be like the one coordinating the connection, since you are a military leader. All right. Let's make this happen. All right. So everyone's gonna roll their rig as you scramble about trying to hook systems into other systems. Now, Matt, I have fine ship repair tools. Could I declare that to get potency? Yeah, that'll bring you to desperate standard. Nice. Okay. So I all so the rest of us also roll desperate standard. Uh, good question. I guess so. Why not? Is is that? Oh, I thought it was like a group action. So is it oh, rig? So close to a grid. It's a group action. So everybody's rolling. So a rig. Six. We're good. Yeah, I I don't have anything in rig, so you still have to roll. Unfortunately, I know. you might get lucky like I did. Sorry. That's fine. You only take you only take um Oh one. wow. I got a three there. Damn. You do take two stress, but you are able to get this system hooked up and the Logistark says, Very well then, Keva, let us blend. You can tell she finds this kind of funny. A draw. Keva says feeling really stuck. Um, but do we count that desperate role as experience, even though it was a group action? Yep. Awesome. Desperate roll always gives you experience in the attribute. Awesome. Okay, well, I am one away from leveling up my insight. So, okay, so now is this hack or consort? This is probably a tune. Oh, a tune. Okay. Maybe someone can help you with this, too. I give. I'll, I mean, like, I'll burn one of my last two stress to give you a die. Yeah, I'll, I'll okay. burn one, too, if it helps. Yeah, I mean, I've got plenty, so... Well, not plenty. I have five left, but that's still a lot. That's more than <laughs> you guys. <laughs> friendship you can yeah. have three dice yeah and there is a single gambit remaining only one person can help <laughs> only one person can help at a time but maybe maybe trudy should you could do you could do a group action attune with everyone supporting here oh. if you wanted to okay but i really want to save my stress so i'm just gonna have one person help me okay i'm sorry but okay. i really want to save that stress in case i mess up with the Logistark here. I'm just really pragmatic on this. I give you one die. We have one more gambit left. Yeah. Are you holding hands while this happens? Of course we're holding hands. Yes. I'm just checking. And inside my spacesuit, the poncho rubs my chiseled abs. 
<laughs> Kevin does not. Kevin doesn't mind connecting, but blending kind of freaks her out now. Uh, so is this still desperate, or is this? This is desperate, but your effect is great. I believe in you. I believe in the heart of the cards. Oh wow! Wow, that last one Perfect. was a six. That's an Emerin six. That's an Emerin six. You're welcome. It's still desperate though, so I I get to mark experience. You sure do. Okay, so you merge with the Logistark and her ship body and the Express. You are blending these three things together to create a new thing, which is you, your consciousness, and the Logistarks in the body of this ship, armed with the shields that are in the style of the Express. What do you do with it? Kevin just... I, I imagine that it kind of like looks like the transformation scene in Sailor Moon, like that pastel background. And so then this weird pastel formed body just sort of like looking at whatever the consciousness of the Logistark is. And they're just kind of looking at each other. And it was just sort of like, well, I guess it's time to go punch that jerk. Okay. The Logistark and you all fly towards the sun. And the sun, seeing that you are not, after all, going to surrender your minds to him, the fire that surrounds the sun at all times dims slightly as it intensifies towards the front of the sun, the one that's facing towards you. And those of you from the habitat have seen this before. You have seen what it looks like when the sun is prepared to rain destruction on a town or a village or anything like that. You know what's about to come. And when it does, the sun's blast streaks through space and slams into the combined shields of the Logistark. And the shields try and try to hold. I would like each of you to make a resistance roll using your resolve. Uh, hey, not bad. Remember, we all get a bonus die. We do? Oh, we do? Yeah, Forge and Fire, yes. Uh, oh, should I you can just roll, roll that? Or? Just roll an additional one, it's fine. Check mine is the highest die. Well, I'm glad I tried to save all my stress, though it didn't work out, because with that too, uh, Kevin stressed out there. Again. Okay, mm -hmm. so it's a five for my resolve check. Okay, so Kevin, you took... I mean, this kind of makes sense in the fiction. Yeah, yeah, it does, that Kevin. Okay. Remember Emrin is down too. I'm still up uh, with two stress. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's like both Keva, like Keva, like falls and Emrin falls over. Yeah, it's good stuff. So we're still up. So Keva and Emrin, you collapse into each other, and as you do, the shield fails and the railgun fires at the exact same time. And. Okay, let me just roll the Logistarks. Yeah, what's the Logistarks? She probably doesn't have any stress, the minx. That's a six. Sorry. I'm angry because she's doing okay and Keva isn't. She's like 500 years old. <laughs> and a warship. The I'm a little bitter. The corona still continues to burn into the front of the Logistark. As the railgun fires, but that shield gave it just enough time to close the distance and fire, and the railgun strikes true directly into the spot that Eterar sent you. 
Iterar, erstwhile god of destruction, knew exactly where to strike. You hear one final, How dare you! And the sun doesn't explode, but it goes out. Once again, drifting in space. Its fire's gone. Now you're tier one, right? Yes. Who wants to do a fortune roll using your tier? Me. Uh, sure. All right, go for it. Uh, is that just roll 1d6? That's what you do. Roll 20, don't screw me. Oh, no. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well done. <laughs> okay, that's a two. The sun doesn't explode, but its core does. And fire explodes up through the layers, through the hole that the railgun made and out into space. And it takes a couple of ships in the splinter fleet with it. You see the jellyfish junction listing to the side as it begins venting water and atmosphere from the blast. It's not down, but it is out for now. And in that moment of triumph, and Emran and Keva, you reawaken in this moment aboard the Logistark, which is damaged but limping still towards Hablon. There is a frantic communication that you receive. It's from the Jellyfish Junction, and they're saying, we're going to be okay for now, but turn your sensors towards the Earth. Oh boy. Turn on the display. Yeah. Around the Earth, before you saw this strange haze that encompassed it and the moon, that haze is taking shape. The shape is like a giant flower, petals blooming open. Its size beggars the imagination. Lights begin to come on. Not stars. Deep red, purple, green. The emergency is awake. And it's coming. Nobody knows exactly how long it will take to get here. It could be a month. It could be ten years. All we know is that it will come. Thank you for joining us for the second season of Stories of a Broken Sun. This marks the end of Specters of a Broken Sun. I want to thank all of you for listening and sticking with us here. I promise you this is not the end of our story. When we return, we're going to find out how things shake out from here with our interstitial game of I'm Sorry, Did You Say Street Magic? And after that, we'll be moving into Songs for the Dusk for Season 3. Please see the links in the description to find more about these upcoming games. Today, I've been joined by a number of people who are very upset with me right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, we're just freaking out. Yeah, I mean... At least on this side. This is scary as hell. This is a galaxy-devouring parasite. So, I've been joined by Keekers. Hi, everyone. It's me, Keekers. Also known as Bia's Space Cat. I am she slash her, and today I played Keva, who is traumaed out for the second time. She is a she slash her. And, uh, hey, at least we got that love declaration in there, huh? 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 <laughs> it's always darkest before dawn, etc. Mm. Uh, I'm also joined by Michael Blood. Howdy, everyone. It's been me, Mike Blood. Uh, they, them. I reprise my role, of course, as Imran Paki Ham. Look forward to catching me in season three as, uh, as, as Ratatouille, the Andromedan. <laughs> and we're joined by Trudy. Hi, this is Trudy. Uh, pronouns are they, them. I played Zora, she, her, and, um... When's the next game? <laughs> yeah, seriously. As soon as possible. I was also joined by Velvet. Dark greetings, everyone. Thank you so much for sticking uh, through this with us. I've been Velvet Fayfair, playing Maeve, who is she, her. 
uh, and my jimmies are thoroughly rustled at the moment. You can find me pretty much everywhere on the interwebs at OG Brown Sugar. I'm Matt. My pronouns are here, they. You can find me on Twitter at Ycaliber. Follow the show at Broken Sun RPG or visit our comprehensive website, Broken Sun RPG. I want to acknowledge that this podcast is produced on the unceded territory of the Katesi, Coquitlam, Stalo, Quatlin, Staminas, and Musqueam people and the treaty land of the Tawasan First Nation. Thanks for listening. Until the next time, all the best. All the best, folks. All Space, the best. Fighters. Space fighters. Space fighters. Space fighters. <laughs>